You are listening to Painting Pictures with Gabriel Roberts. Yes, yes, welcome, welcome folks, folksies, folk singers, folky dolkies, dolky folkies, and polky dolkies. <laughs> welcome to the Painting Pictures Podcast. <clears throat> I'm Gabriel Roberts, aka Dr. Wacky Backy. I'm coming to you from Paonia, Colorado, where we are having ourselves a wet summer. It's a wet and wild summer in western Colorado. Boy, was there a storm last night. Uh, yes. <clears throat> yes, there was a storm last night. Um, I'm glad you asked. I actually I wanted to talk about that storm. Um, well, it was a storm. It was a rainstorm. There was some lightning. There was some thunder. Some of that real boom shakalaka. You know what I'm saying? Where that boom shakalaka shakes you in the... Uh, in the Sakapaka, right down there in the Fakalaka, you, you feel that boom shakalaka. And you know it's coming, because <clears throat> you see the lightning. And you know why? Um, go ahead and cover your ears if you don't like science. <laughs> if science makes you uncomfortable, please cover your ears. I'm about to give a scientific explanation for why you know that thunder's coming. Because you see the lightning, and you see the lightning first because the light, okay, light <laughs> travels faster than sound. That's right. So I guess that means that the thunder and lightning come from the same occurrence, the same wrinkle in time. Um... So then what you see is the lightning first, and you see that big old crack, and then you're just waiting for it, you're waiting for it, you're waiting for it, and then boom, that thunder. Oh, boy, it's a good feeling. Um, I I got trapped, you know, caught in the storm, whatever, uh, on the porch of the Revolution Brewing Company tasting room here in Paonia. There are a few people out there just watching the storm and cheering for the thunder. It's July, and this was a serious storm. It continued raining. Uh, We've had uh, seemingly a little rainstorm every afternoon. It's like we're on the East Coast or something. Are we in New York? What's happening? Um, Boy, it's great, though, for baby plants, uh, for my lawn. (laughs) Yeah, it's looking nice and green. Interesting theory about rain and getting wet in the rain. Apparently, if you walk, say you got to get to your car and it's pouring rain. 
what do you do? Well, you run, right? You run to your car. Naturally, that's what we all do. We run to our car, get there faster, get out of the rain. Well, apparently you get wetter if you run than if you walk. Now, I know what you're thinking, and this is what I was thinking. Well, of course you get wetter when you run because you get more of the rain. You're running into the rain. Not only is the rain falling on you, you're also running into the particles droplets that are suspended in midair in front of your person as you move forward through space. But my thought is, well, you get there faster, (laughs) so you're out in it a lot less. I mean, especially if you really run fast, like you're only in it for, say, 15 seconds. Sure, you're getting more wet as it's hitting you, but the person that told me this said that they did it on Mythbusters, And for the same distance, they had one person walk and one person run, and the person who ran got wetter. So, I don't know. Um, I I heard that, and I proceeded, when I decided to make a break for it, I proceeded to run all the way home. Maybe it's just fun, you know? It's just like splashing in puddles. It's just more fun to run in the rain. But that's something for you to think about, another bit of scientific... Uh, knowledge for you to put in your hat or in your pipe. You could put it in your pipe and smoke it. My name's Gabriel. I'm an artist. I lived in uh, I live in Colorado right now. And um, today's podcast, today's episode of the Painting Pictures podcast is brought to you by Breakfast Burritos and Breakfast Tacos. And uh, They'd like to remind you that you can make any burrito or taco a breakfast burrito or breakfast taco simply by adding egg. So thank you, thank you, Breakfast Burritos and Breakfast Tacos for not only sponsoring this podcast, but also for fueling me this morning with a breakfast taco. I had fixins from tacos I made last night. And all I had to do, see, I don't, I don't, I don't plug anything on this podcast that I don't myself support and I, that I don't myself test out. Okay, I'm not going to promote anything I don't wholeheartedly believe in. And so I'd like to tell you about my morning where I, I ate a breakfast, I had taco fixings and I wanted to eat breakfast and all I did, really simple, I just fried up an egg, I put it on the taco and all of a sudden I had a breakfast taco that I could eat for breakfast. And it was a really good breakfast. Um, it's been a while. I know. It's been a while. Um, I've been busy. Gosh. I don't really know what I've been doing. A little bit of this and a little bit of that. And a little a bit of that and a little bit of this. And the time has trickled by and all of a sudden... Oh boy, uh boy. All of a sudden I'm looking at this summer um ending. I mean, I'm not. I don't I don't want to think about it. I don't want to look at it. I don't really want to think about that, but the truth of the matter is at the end of the day, we're already into July. And um anyway, Ooh, boy, it's been sweet already. It has been real sweet. I just got to go on a a river rafting trip. 
down the Colorado River in a boat. Um, in a boat with friends, uh, two nights of camping. Never done this before. This is very popular around here, around anywhere where there's good rivers. People get in the boats and they float down the river and then they get to designated campsites and they set up camp and people do this for days on end. They do eight day trips, 10 day trips, Colorado River, Green River, Snake River. Um, it's a whole culture. It's a whole culture. You got the guides, you got the rafting guides, you know, you got people that book these trips for their company retreats or for their bachelor parties or bachelorette parties. And it's really phenomenal because you just, you sit on a river, you sit on a river, um, you drift, you look up at the canyon walls, you listen to the birds. Some people drink beer or smoke things while floating, which of course is totally inadvisable, but it's really, um, hmm, it's really nice. It's a really pleasant way to go. And when you do set up camp, you can just sit back and enjoy it and look at the river and you don't really feel obligated to do a whole lot because you've been paddling and moving all day long and you're content to just sit and boy I'm really grateful I got to go on this trip um really the only issue okay the biggest problem with this whole floating down the river river trip Ooh, river, let's go on a river trip, uh, is one word, <laughs> groover. Okay, do you know what the word groover means? G-R-O-O-V-E-R, groover. Groover, I'm going to define it for you. Groover is a, um, hmm, it's a container that you fill up with human feces. Ah, hmm. <clears throat> Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's a container with handles on it. It's like an ammo case. Large metal box. Um, they fill it. You rent these things, and the companies fill them with a little bit of that lovely blue bubbly porta potty solution. Um, and then they have lids. Okay, they have these lids that unscrew. So you unscrew the lid, and then you put the seat, little circular plastic seat on it, and then you shit in it. You poop in it, uh, poop and pee in it, I guess, because it's, sometimes it's not easy. I don't know about you guys, but often those two sort of come hand in hand. <laughs> They're like popcorn and butter, <laughs> poop and pee. <laughs> uh, <coughs> yeah. <clears throat> Didn't poop in the Groover. Just going to put that out there. I did not use the Groover. Um, okay, so you poop in it, right? Uh, everybody in your whole little party poops in it. And you set the Groover up. And every time you go, you have to unscrew the little thing. Um, take out, Lift off the lid. Put the seat on. Poop in it. Put your toilet paper in it. Put the lid back. I mean, it, you know, and we're all, there's no sink to wash our hands. So everyone's doing their best and then walking back down into camp and hoping that no one thinks they have poop on their hands. I mean, we all hope you don't have poop on your hands. 
but sometimes that's probably going to happen. And then, okay, then the worst part is then you have to uh, pack the groover. So you screw the lid back on and you pick it up by the handles and you carry this bucket of poop, this box of poop that sloshes around, this sloshy poop box, down to your raft. And you set it in the raft and you strap it down. Woo! Got the groover. And uh, and you carry it on to your next campsite and this thing gets full. I mean, oh, that is enough. Almost enough to not make me ever want to go on a river trip again. As wonderful as it was. It was wonderful. It's it's a wonderful experience. You're on a river. It's very meditative. You know, in some ways, it just could not get any better. But with the Groover situation, uh, it's almost uh, it's almost enough for me not to want to do it. So what I did is I I I dug my six inches. I wandered off as deep as I could into the wilderness, and I dug my six inches and I pooped in a hole and I covered it up. Now, apparently, because of the s- desert soil, um, that's just not, doesn't cut it. Environmentally, that is unsound. I think, especially considering the volume of people that come down these rivers and camp in these same campsites. If everybody was just shitting in holes, um, we would have a problem. And we probably do have a problem, and thus the groover. Um... So I, I'm, if I do do this uh, trip like this again, I want to do my research about the desert soil situation and the decomposing situation of poop. Uh, what if I'm eating a vegetarian diet? Okay, I'm willing to do that. Willing to just be pooping lovely green poops. Tight, fibrous green poops. I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to not drink coffee. I'm willing to not eat meat. I don't know about the not drinking coffee thing, actually. I'm going to take that back. I'm willing to not eat meat if my vegetarian poops will decompose in the desert soil. Okay. I'm going to do my research, and if it comes up that it's not sound to poop in holes... You must use the Groover, well then I'm going to be faced with a very difficult decision. I don't know what decision I will make. Okay, it might be no, because I don't want to poop in the Groover, um, and I don't want to carry the Groover, but I don't want to be environmentally <sighs> irresponsible with my poops. I will say that I buried somebody, <laughs> this is the last thing I'm going to say about poop. I buried somebody else's poop. On this trip. Okay, I don't know whose it was. Somebody just didn't dig a hole. I went to go poop and I just found a massive. Okay, I don't even mean we don't need. Maybe we don't even need to go there. Um, but I did it. I buried it. <clears throat> yeah. Use sticks. Oh, boy. Poop. Ooh. All right. Enough. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yasta. Enough. <clears throat> um. Uh, musical, musical interlude, please.
We're back. Thanks, folks. I'm really sorry about that. I'm really sorry about that. I know that's just not pleasant. Nobody wants to talk about that. No one wants to think about that. If you are, uh, if you lost a film canister of pipe tobacco on the Colorado River sometime on the 8th, 7th or 8th of July, uh, I found it uh, floating down the river. <laughs> so if you can describe the smell of this film canister of pipe tobacco, send an email to Gabe Roberts Art. That's G-A-B-E-R-O-B-E-R-T-S-A-R-T at gmail.com. Let me know where you left it, where you lost it on the river, and um, I'll send it to you. Or we can meet, and I can exchange, I can pass it off for you. Yeah, found this just bobbing in the river. I was in my little kayak. Uh, Well, it wasn't my kayak, but it was little. (laughs) And I saw this plastic thing bobbing. I didn't even have to, like, really reach that hard. I just cruised along and picked it up. And there there it was. I mean, what are the chances? What are the chances? This is a big river we're talking about. Things are moving down at different paces. What are the chances that I'm just going to come upon this thing and pick it up? But I did. And I opened it, and the tobacco was still dry. You know, I hadn't gotten wet. It was nice and moist, really. It's this lovely pipe tobacco. Um, anyway, if that's yours, <laughs> drop me a line. I'll, I'll get it to you. I've got a tip for you with, uh, regards to cilantro. Okay. Cilantro is really delicious. I like it on my Mexican food, my tacos. You can put it on breakfast tacos. Um, I used to do this thing with cilantro where I would, I would pluck the leaves off. Uh, yeah, because I had this idea that you don't want to eat the stem, right? And so I would painstakingly pluck cilantro leaves off of the stems, and I would discard the stems, and then I would cobble all of the leaves together in my little hand and bunch them all up, and then dice them up, chop them up with my knife. Well, that takes forever, and really, um, I've got a new tip for you. Just uh, pull out, you know, from your your quiver of cilantro, your bunch of cilantro, reach down by the twist tie, grab however many stems you want, pull them out, uh, place them together on the cutting board, and just cut off the bottom, whatever, one-third that is mostly stem. Discard that, and then bunch the rest up and chop away. And it's going to come out just fine, I promise you. It's not going to be too stemmy. It's going to be great, and you're going to save yourself a lot of time. So that's a little kitchen tip for you. Yeah, really interesting. Uh, Trying to stay... Trying to stay in the present. um, Not think too far ahead. Boy, I feel like I've got movement in my future. I feel like um, I'm in, 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 acutely aware of the passage of time and of the, the progression of seasons. Um, and that this summer that I have here is incredibly special. Incredibly special. And I'm doing my best to savor it because I know that 
that life will never quite be the same again. Uh, I hope that I will have many more summers in Paonia in my life. But I don't know. I don't know. Nobody knows. Who knows? I don't know. And this 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 situation where I'm living in this beautiful little home, uh, I have a, a beautiful little studio steps away. I'm involved in this wonderful program, Elsewhere Studios, the artist residency program here in Paonia. I'm on the board of directors, and I'm participating in, in, in beautifying this place and improving its, its systems in fundraising, uh, in improving it just overall, and attracting more artists and talking to the existing artists and helping them have a wonderful experience in town. Um, I get to play soccer, I get to play frisbee, I get to drink delicious beer sometimes, um, swim every single day, be outside, outdoors, biking around, hiking, camping, and and be surrounded by this beautiful community of people. It's 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 tremendous, and and what I have, what I'm trying to do, is not think about it as um, something that is like, oh, this is as good as it gets, and then I've got to hold on to it. I've got to somehow, you know, nail it down and, um, you know, make sure that it can happen again and and become like an institution here, you know, somehow with, with my some kind of business or something. Um, because I, I just don't feel like that's, I, I feel like somehow the next step for me is to let go of this whole thing, uh, to let go of this whole experience and all of these wonderful people and just kind of throw myself out into nothingness again. I don't know why, but it's like very clear to me that, that that's, that's what's, that's what I'm supposed to do. And so, um, gosh, I guess I'm, I'm just I'm just grateful for it and and I'm excited about the future and I think that if I can uh believe that there's even more than this that's possible and that letting go of this doesn't mean going back to less that there's new configurations and new places and new people that I cannot even imagine out there awaiting me well, gosh, Charlie, um, that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> okay, that is what I am trying to do. Sure did sleep well last night. Had some dreams. Had some dream dreams. I uh, had this dream about uh, being on this sand dune with this guy and this girl. And this guy had this orange Toyota truck with these big orange tires and this girl decided she was going to ride the truck down with her arms crossed across her chest like no hands and we were like okay go for it and she got in the truck and boom took off descending down the sand dune that the big orange tires were churning up the sand and she was kind of drifting back and forth and i said to the guy Nice tires. <laughs> Been thinking a lot about tires. Um, and then he said, "Well, she's gonna have to 
She's going to have to make a turn real quick. And indeed she did. Before she reached the ocean, uh, she must have uncrossed her arms, grabbed the wheel, made a nice turn, and swooped around, turned back up. That was cool. I did get new tires on my vehicle, uh, on the Subaru. Boy, that was an odyssey, looking for new tires. It's a total, um, it's a total overwhelming effort to try to come up with the right tires, the right price, all that. Um, I did drink coffee today, guys. Um, I was in this mode right before, just past week, kind of, where I was, I was setting my alarm and trying to get up in the morning at a certain time, and then getting into the snooze game, where you press snooze a couple times, and it's really a, it's just such a terrible way to start your day, because you're, like, fighting this thing, you're fighting your own body that maybe wants to sleep a little more, and you're like, oh, I'll just snooze a little bit, and is that ten, is that nine minutes of snoozing, does that do anything for you? No. No, it doesn't do anything for you. It just makes you resent having to get up more. And it, it creates this this dynamic where you're like, what I really want to do is just sleep, but I have to get up. And so you're like fighting yourself. And when you finally do get up, you're like, oh, God, I just got to get up. And then you're like, oh, well, what am I going to give myself to reward myself this morning that I've gotten up. Well, I know. Coffee and sugar. Well, I just have a bunch of coffee and sugar. And then, ah, oh, I guess I'll force myself to go into my studio and paint. Oh, God, I got into my studio. Good work. And then I'm hungry. And, oh, maybe I'll just get a big bag of peanut M&Ms and eat a fucking shitload of peanut M&Ms and get a huge sugar rush. If you can avoid it, don't set an alarm. If you really, like, you're, I get up probably earlier without setting an alarm than I do when I set an alarm. Now, if there's something in particular I have to get up for, if there's a time of departure or something, uh, I'll set that alarm and I'll get up because there's something I know I'm doing that day. But the way I'm leading my life right now is that I generally, I don't have, like, set plans. The plan is just to generally do creative things the next day and hopefully paint <laughs> and so setting an alarm um is really just doesn't help at all because i get up early anyway i don't i don't really sleep in that much and if i allow myself i turn off my phone like i did this morning or last night, I turn off my phone so that when I do wake up, I don't even have a clock next to my bed. I don't even know what time it is. And so then I just, I, I feel into my, into it. Like, do I want to get up or do I want to sleep a little longer? And, you know, I went back to sleep like twice today, this morning. And then I got up and it was 7.30 a.m., which is a totally acceptable time of day to wake up. In fact, I have set my alarm for 7.30 in this weird thing of like, Oh, at least I'll get up by 7.30. And then when I wake up, of course, the first thing I do is I look at my phone to see what time it is. And it's like, oh, it's 7.10. I've got 20 more minutes that I can sleep. And then I'm right into that paradigm where I'm fighting myself. God, it's so stupid. And it ruins your fucking day. I've had such a great morning based on getting up when I 
felt like getting up, and it was 7.30, which is just fine. Also picked up this new tip for waking up in the morning, and that is to give yourself a hug in bed. Before you start thinking about all the shit you need to do that day, or you're going to do that day, and planning out your day, take a moment to cross your arms over your chest, lying on your back, and give yourself a hug, and close your eyes, and tell yourself that you love yourself. That you love yourself. I love you so much and pour that love that incredible love that you pour on your friends and your family and your partner or whatever your dog pour that love right onto yourself first thing in the morning just drench yourself in love it is not easy to do not easy to do really isn't easy to do and that's how you know that it's worth doing probably And then think about, if you want to take it a step further, think about what you're grateful for that day. And this morning I was grateful for uh, having a flush toilet to poop in. And I I feel like I'll probably poop four or five times a day just because it's so pleasant. No one has to know. You don't have to plan it all out. Um, I found myself forcing poops on this trip just because I wanted to get one out <laughs> I told you I wasn't going to talk about poop but how many of you really believed that how many of you really thought that I was not going to talk about poop at least one more time I <laughs> uh, found myself forcing poops just um, because it was like this ordeal of uh, I don't know Anyway, I really got to do this research about this desert soil thing and poop decomposing or not decomposing because I'm uh, planning on doing more camping this summer, and uh, I'm really pl- I'm planning on pooping in some more holes. Anyway, that morning technique is really the way to go. I'm telling you, folks, it is really the way to go. Like, if you can avoid it, you know. don't have your morning be a fight or your day be a fight or the idea of being productive versus not being productive be this fight because it sets you up it like sets up this paradigm where you are inherently lazy and if you didn't force yourself to do anything if you didn't get yourself out there you wouldn't do anything would you you just lie in your bed and eat eat m&ms wouldn't you You'd stick M&M's in your belly button and and eat them, <laughs> wouldn't you? <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> you M&M, you peanut M&M munching piece of shit. You just lie in your bed all day in your own filth eating M&M's and then you'd get up and you'd just drink coffee all day and smoke cigarettes, wouldn't you? That's what you want to do, oh boy, oh boy, you better get some motivation, Charlie. You better get your M&M eating ass out of bed in the morning and get going on this day. Ugh. Amazing that I can even, that I, that I could even get into that. What a terrible situation. Anyway, I'm really grateful I had this little trip. Uh, apparently I need a, <laughs> I need a reset every week. <laughs> apparently, uh, just cannot 
cannot keep up a routine for more than a week without feeling totally stagnant. <laughs> and I'm desperately in need of a reset. I gotta get out of town and just get away from it all for a couple days. <sighs> but I'm glad I got it. Um, I got sunburned as fuck. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, got toasty toasted. Uh, I am one sunburned motherfucker. I am one Krispy Kreme donut. Uh, not because I was totally irresponsible and not even thinking about sunblock and like, oh, it doesn't matter. No, I was like the whole time aware of the sun beating down on my body and I was applying sunblock and wearing long sleeves. Doesn't matter. Uh, doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. I got burnt. I'm using coconut oil. I may, um break into my aloe plant a little bit just show up into my studio and be like what's up <coughs> thanks <coughs> squirt it all over that aloe plant's just sitting there slowly growing in the soil in the silence being an aloe plant I'm an aloe plant and then all of a sudden Door opens. Clop, 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 clop. What's up? <laughs> Break off five of his limbs and rub them all over myself. Might happen this morning. Uh, maybe I'll do that more gently. Maybe I'll approach the aloe plant. Say, good morning, aloe plant. I would like to use the juice of your lemon trees to squeeze on my skin. Uh, I had this terrible sunburn, and you, aloe plant, were put there by God to... Soothe my skin from a sunburn. And so now, I am going to break off one of your arms. <laughs> Thanks very much. Thanks very much. That's good. I'll use that juice and squirt it onto my legs. Yeah, really, I got it real bad on my legs. Because uh, I was in this little kayak. Everyone else was in a boat. <laughs> not me. I was in a kayak. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not mad. <laughs> I, I chose the kayak. I liked the kayak. It was fun. It was my own adventure. I would never would have found that tobacco if it weren't for that kayak. Uh, but my knees, or the tops of my thighs, were just completely exposed. And so I got real burnt. So we'll see how that goes. Hopefully, I don't know. I'm gonna, I know I'm going to peel... Um, my hair got significantly lighter. I think if I were to be out on rafting trips all the time, I would be white haired within a couple of months. So that was interesting. Uh, what do you need to know? I'm sorry. <laughs> Here I am just talking about me. This podcast is almost over and I haven't, I haven't even spoken to you yet. I haven't really spoken to you. I haven't really looked you in the microphone and asked, what do you need? What What do you need today, this morning, from this experience? Um, maybe you need to know that the website for the podcast is gaberobertsart.com. Okay, now you know that. Um, maybe you need to know that, um, that I care about you deeply and that this podcast is important to me 
And you are important to me for listening to this podcast. And that's true. That's really true. And um, maybe you need to know that I appreciate you. I appreciate you and your, your oral attention. Maybe you need to know that I'm a little bit hungry. <laughs> and um, that I'm going to eat a, a taco af- right after this. As soon as I'm done recording, I'm going to go eat a taco. Maybe you need a little substance to this podcast. Uh, I told you that I'm thinking about this summer and enjoying this summer. It's also interesting. I've been thinking about, you know, this idea of like a career in the arts or whatever. And realizing that you really need to, I don't know, um... Like, that's a big thing to try. That's not just something you do automatically. Like, oh, well, that's what I should do. I should I should start my career. You really got to do it consciously. And if you're going to do it, you got to really do it. And I've kind of done it like, oh, well, that's, I guess I'm an artist. That's what I'm doing. And I have this studio. But, um, but you really got to commit to, I think you got to commit to being in a place for a little bit of time. Um, and you've got to set some goals, I think. <laughs> you got to set some goals. Um, and I'm just, not, I'm just not sure I'm ready to do that at this point, honestly. Um, I think I'd rather just kind of hang out, uh, enjoy the summer, maybe pick up a couple odd jobs here and there and experience life and not be so goddamn serious about being an artist but still it is the burning question burning question on everybody's lips is like how do you do it how do you make money and i would like to i'd like to be able to just uh kind of cruise around and not really have any definite definition of myself or what I'm doing. Like, I'm just, I'm where I am. I'm just where I am doing what I'm doing each day. And it could be completely different each day. And then I I might be gone. I might be gone. I might be moving somewhere else. And like, where do you live? Well, I mean, right now I'm right here in Paonia, but that doesn't mean anything. You know, where am I from? I guess I'm from Sacramento. That doesn't really mean anything either. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. This whole idea, even the, the idea of having a podcast, I mean, like, I guess it's great. I can, I can theoretically continue to make this thing from where, wherever, if I could figure out the voice memo feature on my iPhone, can somebody please help me by sticking their foot up Apple and iTunes collective butts and saying your voice memo thing doesn't work it doesn't work it's stupid uh it's impossible to get the fucking voice memos that you fucking record on your fucking iphone onto your fucking apple computer laptop so that you can put them in your fucking podcast i have like 10 voice memos 
12 voice memos that are interesting. Some of them are over an hour long. Some of them involve me killing 105 grasshoppers in 15 minutes. Some of them include beautiful classical piano music, and I cannot get them onto my fucking computer or onto this podcast. Fuck you, Apple. Get your fucking shit together and help me figure out how to put these voice memos on my podcast. Thank you. Um, I don't really want to end on that note. <laughs> but that's like a little... Po- <laughs> it's like, <laughs> there's like a little bit of frustration around that. Um, and I just... I can't really figure it out. It involves syncing. It needs an internet connection. <sighs> I guess I could just go back to using my droid to record voice memos. Um, Because that's easy. Then you just open it up and you have files in a folder and you can move them from the folder on your phone to the folder on your computer. It's called file transfer. (sighs) Anyway, um, thank you for listening. Um... I'm really sorry I got so angry. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at you. Not ma- I'm not mad at you. I'm I'm just mad at you know technology. It's difficult. Uh, I hope this gave you some idea of where I'm at. I'm, I might paint today. I'm playing piano. Um, I just don't want to. I just don't want to lock it in. It's t- life's too short. Summer's gonna be over. Summer's going to be over and you're going to be you're going to be locked into this thing that theoretically projects forward irregardless of time and space and and season and you know who, who the hell knows if you're going to keep making paintings to sell on Etsy so you're going to you're going to promote an Etsy shop and then suddenly you have to maintain an Etsy shop I don't want to do that help me people I just want to be free I want to be free I just want to be cruising around you know, eating cookies. You know, I don't know. Is anybody out there doing this right? Has anybody got it figured out? Uh, really, I uh, would love to hear from you. You can write to Gabe Roberts Art at gmail.com. You can also send snail mail to the P.O. Box 1668 in Paonia, Colorado. P A O N I A. Zip code is 81428. If you're an artist and you're interested in doing an artist residency program, anywhere from a two-week or five weeks to five months here in Paonia, Colorado, uh, go to elsewherestudios.org. That's elsewherestudios.org. Check out the residency program. That's how I found Paonia. It's a wonderful program. You're guaranteed to meet interesting people. You are guaranteed to get a taste of a very special, very, very special small town that has uh, an incredibly rich culture. Um, And if you're a musician, if you're a writer, if you're a painter, if you're a sculptor, there's ceramics available. There's a wonderful wood shop, um, and there's resources to get you involved in the community. Please 
uh, apply to the program, there are a couple of application deadlines a year, and you will uh, you will love it here <laughs> if you get in. <laughs> um, what else? Oh, uh, you know, subscribe to this on iTunes. You know, fuck iTunes, but you know, um, go there and subscribe to this podcast <laughs> and leave a nice rating and review for me. And otherwise, keep on chugging. Keep on trucking. I'd love to leave you with some piano music. Uh, maybe I will. I'm recording this at home away from the internets. Maybe I'll, I'll get to my studio to put it in and I'll, I'll figure out the voice memos things. And then I guess I'll have to apologize for that rant. But <clears throat> until such time, keep it real, folks. You know, what are you doing out there? Are you feeling trapped? Are you feeling like you have to either be in a trapped thing or come up with a different thing? It's kind of like it's kind of like conspiracy theories. Okay, it's either do you buy the story the story of nine eleven, or do you no? And if you don't, then what's your idea? Then you have to come up with a foolproof, a uh, uh, bulletproof theory of what happened that cannot that there are no holes in it. Uh, and it's like, how the fuck do I know what happened? I don't fucking know. All I'm saying is. I don't believe that story because it's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. I'm not saying I have the story, right? So that's that's kind of the same situation with life. It's like, um, no, I don't want to be a doctor and go to school for 10 years and be a doctor f- for the next 30 years. Um, and then it, but, but no, I don't want to be an artist that uh, has shows and is an artist and here's my website and I'm every day I'm an artist and I'm this is what I do I paint I paint oil paintings this is what I do um I have to just keep making them because that's what I've decided I'm doing I want to be somewhere in between I want to be cutting people open and removing their appendixes one day and you know squirting paint all over a canvas the next day okay and rubbing my toes in it and moving it around and then I want to be you know, fixing cars the next day, you know, covered in grease, um, using ratchets. Ratchets are great, aren't they? When you really just get to really work it and you get that click, 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 click. It's really satisfying. And then sometimes you can do the cool guy thing where you like hold it near the actual uh, bolt and just like flip it with your with a couple fingers as opposed to moving the whole arm where you just like yeah, I'm a cool guy. I'm a cool guy using this ratchet wrench. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> We're going to leave you, hopefully, with some music or something. I don't know. Come back next time. I don't know when there'll be another podcast, but there might be another podcast. That's why you got to subscribe to this shit on iTunes, yo. Get your shit subscribed. <laughs> Get your shit subscribed to this podcast, yo. Okay? Um, come to Paonia this summer. Come and tell me you're coming, and have we'll have fun. We'll go camping. We'll enjoy life. That's what it's all about, folks. Going camping and enjoying life and enjoying the summer. Enjoy this summer. Blow it out. Blow it all out. Just let it rip. Until next time, yours truly, Gabriel Roberts. Thank you for listening. I love you. Adios. This here ukulele. This here ukulele in my arms 
My farmers mine on the daily. My farmers mine on the daily. It's there you. My farmers mine on the daily with their ukuleles. Daily, freely, freely, say thee, love me, truly, fully, with the trees on the mining road down where the farmers. Mine on the daily